Welcome, Ram. Thank you, Fabio, for having me. No problem, man. Welcome back, guys, to the Fab Podcast. It is the, what's the date today? 19th of June, 2016. You're just back from uh, from, uh, India. Yeah, I just got back from India. How was it? It was a bit cooler than here, so Mm. now I'm kind of wishing I was back there. But seriously, it was so cold there? No, it wasn't cold, but the place where I live in India is this place called Bangalore, and it's a lot cooler than most other places mm. in India. My God, man, it's been it's been a little warm. Plus, you know, I don't really do good inside very humid places. You know, Vienna can get quite sticky in summer. You know, if you only own a, a fan, it's shit, basically. Are you sure that it only gets sticky in the summer? Yeah, I I get sticky all over, <laughs> all all around. How was India? Tell me, what did you do there? It was good. So I had gone there for a, for a cousin's wedding. Now I don't know if you know this, but weddings in India are in a day. Mm-hmm. They are in two days. Okay. If you're lucky, they are three days. Okay. But in, sometimes in India, weddings last for five days. So so when brides in India talk about weddings, they don't say, "Oh, it's my most important day. It's the most important day of my life. <laughs> it's the most important week of my life." <laughs> You know, it's uh, I try to to be Indian when it comes to my birthday. You know, I say what like, does that mean? <laughs> that I don't celebrate only one day. I take a birthday week. So you know, the celebration they start usually around the twentieth of May. You know, because I'm born the twenty sixth. <laughs> so <laughs> so but, we start eating like pigs around the twentieth, and we finish around the twenty eighth, twenty ninth. Well, that's actually a good idea. I it's think like, we should start doing that. Yeah, as well. it's like a birthday ten days. Yeah. No, my birthday is some sometime in May and I never got to celebrate it because school was always closed around when, that time. When were you born? Uh, the 24th of May. Oh, 26th. Yeah. So I beat you by two days. Yeah, exactly. Which year? A lot after you, 88. 88, okay. So you're uh, six years younger than me. Mm-hmm. If mathematics are not an opinion. That's pretty deep. Yeah, it is. And I think it's too early in the podcast. I don't want to be thinking too hard. (laughs) No, but every Italian says that, you know. Oh, if mathematic is not an opinion. But, you know, according to my last surveys on the internet, there are so many Italians that believe that the earth is flat. No. Yeah, dude, I joined the group on Facebook. It's called the Society of the Flat Earth. Okay, two questions. Yeah. What the fuck is such a society (laughs) and what the fuck are you doing in the group? I troll them. Okay. <laughs> I say the most outrageous stuff. Like uh, they asked me, you know, uh, we were talking about the 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 rules of relativity, and I told them, yeah, well, you know, Frankenstein himself said that the these are re- relative theories. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. So there's a bunch of people out there who think the Earth is flat, mm-hmm. and they would like to talk about. Einstein's theory of relativity. Yeah. So basically, the, the, this is how it goes. You join the group and you ask them a question. So what's going on? Why is the Earth flat? And they explain you that the Earth is flat. They don't want you to know that the the Earth is flat for some... Who's they? Like, you know, conspiracy. Illuminati. They, they, yeah. They don't want you to, to know. And, uh, you know, there are they, are they answer your questions. They tell you how thick the Earth is. Uh, how is it that stuff falls onto the earth? You know, they oh. talk about... It's actually very interesting. Sign me up! <laughs> yeah, the thing is that it's in Italian. So, oh, you know, it's a little fuck. bit of a problem because people that don't really understand Italian, they cannot follow. But I'm pretty sure that you can find some sort of a 
pseudo groups also in in, uh, in English. I'm pretty sure the US is full of such people. Yeah, obviously. Dude, the other day I was uh, having a conversation with the, um, uh, you know, we, you don't want to generalize. Yeah. But with a guy that, you know, believes that actually uh, things like homosexuality are not godly-like, you know. Okay. And it's, uh, it's just fascinating. When and where is this guy from? The US. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, <laughs> we don't want to generalize come on we have a lot of friends which are from the US we love yeah, them all of course, of course. Mm. yeah and I really hope you cut that part where I said something about the US <laughs> in retrospect so, that no no no, no. We'll, we'll leave that inside so that we make people aware of the <laughs> we, we love you America we, we, we just you know the problem is that we're not like you you know we would like to have guns we would like to squad guns <laughs> that's, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> have you, have you seen that episode? Fun. Have you seen that episode? It's like I think season nineteen of South Park, uh-huh. where they go like, "Oh, we should, we should do a uh, a shooting," and the, the the fat guy, the little fat guy, goes like, "How can we do this? Where do we get the guns?" And then right. the next frame goes like, "Okay, so now we got the guns." <laughs> <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Pretty much how it seems to be. <laughs> Man, it's yeah. a really good show. Really good show. It's one of the you know when I write comedy, I still try to go and watch a lot of cartoons before right, I. It's uh, it's probably the best thing. No, that you can they do. are genius. Mm. The writers of South Park are honestly. I don't amazing. know on which kind of like dimension they live, you know, <laughs> because the the ability of making fun of everything, uh, you know, all the time and exactly. so good. And like you know, do um, there is an episode of uh, of South Park, one of the last ones that I watched, where they make fun of Ex Machina. You, have you seen the movie? Mm, yes, I've heard about it. This is the one where there's a new AI and there's a robot. Exactly. Right? So basically, it's a woman, mm-hmm. and this woman, you know, pretends to be a, uh, uh, in captivity from right. a scientist. Right, right. And basically, what they're doing, they're doing this uh, this test where uh, if an AI can convince a human of right. being intelligent, then you ah, know, okay. so the, basically, I don't want to spoil it for the people who haven't watched it, but you know, in South Park... This movie came out a long time ago, right? A couple of years ago, I think. Oh, come on, if you haven't watched it by now, you deserve the spoilers. <laughs> okay, so basically what happened is that uh, they bring in a scientist from somewhere, I don't know, very fancy school, right. and they make make him do this test with the mm-hmm. machine to, uh, and to right, see right, right. if the machine can fool a man right, to think right, right. that he, uh, the machine is real. So basically what happens is that the, the guy gets crazy and he cuts himself open to understand if he's a machine, Holy you know, because he wants to understand if he's a, 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 an intelligent human being right, or right, like right. just a creation of like somebody. So, you know, at the end, this movie is so uh, crazy and the, 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 the way they, they do it in South Park, they make the, a girl into right. an ad, a computer ad. <laughs> so okay. it's like... You don't know if what you're looking on the internet. It's news or right. it's an ad. Dude, oh, it's so awesome. funny. And I should really check this out, yeah. <laughs> and then they, they, they bring one of the like one of the, the, the students from South Park is a guy that writes the school newspaper. Right. So he tries to keep it ad free. So they bring this guy inside to find out if this girl is an, an ad or, or not. News, yeah. Dude, it's so funny. Honestly, it's like 
I don't know, I find so much inspiration when I watch that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Much right. better than, you know, uh, I mean, I find it incredibly entertaining. These mm-hmm. are, these are my, at the moment, my top picks for, like, cartoons. Mm-hmm. South Park, obviously. Then there is Rick and Morty. I think I told you once yeah, when yeah. we were... Dude, if you have time, go and watch that. Okay. Uh, and then there is F, F is for Family. Oh, yeah, this is the one of Bill Burr. Yeah, right? this is the show this. of Bill Burr. Dude, there is a... I don't know, you know, it's a... It's, no, I'll, I'll be sure to a, check it out. Yeah. At the end of the podcast, I'm just going to show you one scene so that <laughs> you'll get it in your head and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go home and watch all the, the, all the series. Because the yeah. whole thing you can watch in like three hours. It's like six episodes, yeah. half an hour each. Sounds like I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, exactly. Sounds <laughs> sad, but I guess that's what I'm doing tonight. Oh, trust me. <laughs> a, this is a much better option than, you know, people want you to believe. Are, you know, it's like the, there is a podcast that I, I listen to all the what time. It's called, called um, The Tasteless Gentleman. I think I've heard a couple of these. So they, yeah. So the name is kind of right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very funny show. Yeah. Um, you know, and the guys, they say, yeah, man, you know, it's like. When you were 15, you were having more sex than the people that are actually listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, okay. they were a really funny guy. As we talk, we are sipping vodka, Aperol, and uh, what is it? Red Bull. That's what you have. I have Coke. Yes, you have Coke. I have right. only Coke. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. One of exactly. life's great mysteries. Dude, how long have you been doing comedy? I actually haven't been doing it properly for too long, just a few months. I actually have done a couple of shows at Rubar and that's pretty much it. But I've always been interested in getting up on stage, just that I never had the chance to but, do uh, it. What about when you were in India? You never had the chance there to do anything. No, stand-up wasn't a big scene back then. It's only coming up now and now it's pretty vibrant yeah, in, in, it in, is, in the south it? and in Mumbai. And I, was, I was actually listening to... Um, a couple of other podcasts listening to uh, Bill Burr saying that you know the scene at the moment in India it's really big. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's really good. So the the other day at Rubar we had this comedian I don't remember his first name Davis. Mm, can't yeah, we'll have to lo- look him up. But he said he was in India as well and he was pretty impressed with the with the stand up scene over there. Okay, but is it like mainly Indian people or uh... no? It's 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 mostly Indian people. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, at the moment, I don't think people outside India are going to be able to relate to these jokes because they are very, very Indian-based at the moment. Okay. And it's it's the same way. So when I but go, but they do it in English. Yeah, it's mostly in English. Okay, good. And it's, it's the same way. You need to tailor your jokes to your audience. Yeah, I'm obviously. pretty sure they are, they they're really good, and if they, if they move out, they'll be just as good. Obviously, other it's like you know, we I always have this conversation with the. Uh, uh, with the other guys that come and see me on the podcast, um, that you know, Austria has this uh, love for like rape jokes. Yeah, <laughs> the Austrians have a very morbid sense of sense of humor. Of so you, I don't yeah, know. but you need to tune your uh, comedy for the Austrians, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it it takes a little bit of doing, but but it you eventually get there. You understand that some jokes which which are normally you know out of out of order or out of reach. They are, yeah. They're kind of okay. They do kind of okay. Yeah. It, it takes a little bit of adaptation. Dude, you know, uh, going to India has always been a dream of mine. I have oh. no idea why. You know, I have a... a we ca- are awesome! <laughs> In India, everything is awesome! <laughs> 
But no, what it's <laughs> not. It's not. <laughs> That's totally false advertising. <laughs> but you know, I really want to go and see. Uh, what's the name of this guy? Booba, the interstellar barber. What the fuck have you is ever Booba? heard? No, this is. This new? is the. I'll I'll have to show it to you. It's this guy that uh, apparently does a uh, great head massage. Okay. Dude, I gotta I gotta look it up. Hold on, give me a second here. Yeah. I don't want to stop the computer because I've seen that sometimes if I stop the recording for some reason I cannot manage to resume it. Okay. Um, I think its name it's Booba. Let me take a look. As we wait, Fabio is looking up Booba. I have no idea what the spelling is. <laughs> Hold on. They call it the Cosmic Barber or something. Yeah, Cosmic Barber India. What is it? Sounds, Baba, no Buba. Sorry. That sounds legit. Oh come on! It's the it's the German ad or news. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. There it is. Tough. Baba, the cosmic barber. Relax. And I, I see the way he sweats. He must stink like a... <laughs> this guy is clearly pulling shit out of his ass. He's just making it up as he goes along. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I'm pretty sure he won't be able to even repeat the exact same movements the next time. But that's fine. I don't mind. I mean, you know, it's um, if he's a good performer, like freestyle like this. Yeah, I, I don't say this often, but I'm pretty sure I can do this. <laughs> but you know, the, the, the funny thing is that this guy has got like super famous thanks to YouTube. Like people got like, uh, he, he got like 9 million views on one uh, video. Good for him, man. And he was like saying in front of you, uh, of, uh, of the camera, I want to thank you, Mr. YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> oh. for making me famous. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much, YouTube, Mr. YouTube. Good for him. I want to thank you, this guy, YouTube. <laughs> Okay, I really have to look this guy up. And yeah. this goes on for nine minutes? Yeah. He, he does a, this for nine minutes to one guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a super massage. And it looks totally... Oh my god, so so relaxing. Hold on, now that we are at this, I'm gonna show you this. Yeah, little... I really hope that guy is not India's version of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> no, I don't Because think I that. haven't seen the end of this thing. Of uh, Sweeney Todd? Mm. Oh, of, the, uh, yeah. of this video, so I don't know yeah. what happens. No, 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 everything is fine. This is one of the scenes that I love the most of this show. Oh, there it is. It's three minutes. Okay, we'll go back to recording. There oh, okay, go. you paused that. Yeah, yeah of That's course. Good. You don't want to get the people <laughs> hooked for like three and a half minutes whilst you watch the, 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 the show. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really good comedy. And what I really like about A Feast for Family yeah. is the fact that, um, I mean, very often uh, cartoons are really like, you know, disconnected from everything and everybody this yeah. is really like sometimes I got the feeling like this was my family you know when I was <laughs> growing up although obviously you know we had our own uh, 
shades of, yeah, yeah. of gray inside it. Yeah, that's too many jokes now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to take a minute to write them down and, uh, you know, make a... Are you writing any new jokes for your next show? Yeah, I have a few. I'd like to try out. Uh, Are you going to be on the Rhubar the next show? Did you book? I'd like to. So I let them know that I'll be around. Okay. So, okay. yeah, let's see. Yeah, I hope so to, to be on it as well. Um, oh. I don't know. I haven't been there uh, the last time. And I want to be there this time. I've wrote mm -hmm. a couple of new jokes. We'll see how it goes. It's really difficult for me to get to any shows on weekdays. So yeah, really there's not much happening on weekends. But sometimes, weekends. you know, the one thing that we could do, we could try and go to Spectacle on Tuesday. Yeah. It's actually a very nice this is uh, good? venue. Yeah. Yeah, I've never the, been there. Yeah, the only problem is that, you know, it might be like uh, now a little bit too warm. You know, people mm -hmm. don't want, kind of want to be inside. I don't know. Oh, okay. We can try it though, because it's a yeah. very nice venue and it's a nice. venue... It's a little bit mixed, you know, you get people that um, don't enjoy comedy, so they maybe boo you a little bit, which is good, you know, you get... Yeah, this is your average Austrian or German. Exactly, you know, you know so you want, you kind of want to see that as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very enticing, although terrifying prospect, getting booed and... but. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I think it's part of the process. Yeah, like you, you need know, when to. You, yeah, when you do it a couple of times, you get used to it. You 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 uh, maybe you, you know you, anyway. yeah you'll think of like a way you want to murder the guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you go home. Uh, but I keep thinking about it to myself because you know it's like for instance one thing that I never really thought about is like if somebody heckles you. Yeah, exactly. So this is like I wouldn't have any. Uh, line. Yeah, I have no clue what to do with someone. <laughs> if someone heckles me, I'm like, you're shit. And I'd be like, yeah, so are you. That's all I've got. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll cry yeah. away <laughs> off the stage. There was a girl, uh, we went to, um, to uh, a show a week ago, I think. And there was a girl, she was heckling a, uh, another comedian, female comedian. And uh, she started to say, yeah, your jokes are sexist. Right. I'm like, you're at a comedy club. What do you expect? You know, it's like, take everything with a grain of salt. Enjoy yourself. Oh, you just say, thank you and move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Next opinion. <laughs> yeah. So, so the best thing is, in most crowds, I don't, I've attended a lot of comedy shows. Of course, I haven't done too many. The thing is... If you come up with a half decent response to your heckle, the rest of the crowd will be on your side. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an amazing put down. Of course, yeah. if it is, it's awesome. Yeah. But the rest of the crowd will be on your side. So you just have to make an effort. And from what I understand, that's pretty much. Yeah, I really like the way. Um, um, well, you know, it's a little bit different. Uh, the way Bill Burr shot all over right. Philadelphia when they started to boo him. Have you seen this video? It's online. It's not Probably really good not. quality. Probably not. It's basically Bill Burr being on a stage during the, the a show in Philadelphia. Oh, this and was during his early day? No, 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 no. It's actually, you know, Philadelphia It's known for being a, uh, a tough crowd. Oh, okay. So every time that, you know... Really? Uh, yeah. 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 What else are they known for? This is all that they're known <laughs> for, is it? <laughs> the stick. Cheese steak. What, what is it called? Cheese steak? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The, the Philadelphia is a cheese steak. Yeah, yeah, it's called the cheese steak. It's okay. basically a chopped up steak with like cheese melted on top. And okay. uh, and they put it in a sandwich. I I had one in uh, in New York. <laughs> it's not a Philly cheese steak. 
But I had one in New York once. You know. Yeah, which reminds me. Yeah, we'll get back to this. But what's your opinion about New York pizzas? You Italian. You know, that's the thing that you you need to. You see, this is a problem with Italians. Italians, they believe that they are good food appreciation people. Okay. But actually, they're very close-minded. Meaning that you know, if they see one thing like pasta or whatever, they they say no. The only way. The only this is right the only one. right way. Yeah, this is ours, and I have to say, you know, I yeah, I was not... in London mm-hmm. and I had a lasagna, uh, parmigiana. I don't even remember anymore. At um, a very good restaurant, yeah. at least it was a famous restaurant back then, and I have to say that was one of the nicest things i've ever eaten in my life oh that's and it was like a, a fusion kind of food so i think that by this time you'll be turning over your italian citizenship <laughs> they, they're going to hate me italians don't hate me come on we we need to be all open minded they'll just take your passport <laughs> and the the thing is that you know uh, i talked to the chef and i was like because before uh, doing what i'm doing now i used to be a cook as so, well wow yeah. okay so that was my one of my first jobs and i was going around just trying to uh, to learn a little bit more about different right, type right, of right. cooking and stuff and um this was very cool because i talked to the chef and the chef said to me yeah the secret here is the uh what did he call it it was some sort of like british uh worcester sauce wor- wor- winchester sauce winchester sauce yeah i, yeah, I don't yeah. really remember anyway mm-hmm. and the thing is that the guy showed it to me it made me taste it a little bit and the the, the taste was so particular and and specific right. for that time that i was like oh, this is actually a very good nice small addition to the normal bolognese sauce which is you know Interesting. meat and sauce and uh, and uh, celery carrots and right, uh, right. onions if i don't mistake it but anyway and i never really tasted something so mm-hmm. good you know all the other lasagnas that i've been eating the the sauce was never as good as that one plus it had like some sort of like it had lemon zest mm-hmm. and uh, prosciutto in it okay. so you know it's like a super mixture this nice. is turning into a cooking show <laughs> yeah no no i understand italians and and their food yeah. no i understand being understand something like you know religion food is food is like religion yeah it, but you know italians are a little bit like this i mean in many things they they get disappointed disappointing right. like you know you you look at the political situation and you're like a oh, fucking hell and no then what that's like the, yeah it's terrible but then it gets to to certain things where you're like these guys really have a passion and love you mm-hmm. know for what they're doing like for instance i showed you the the video yeah. that uh, you know where they were playing the national anthem and you see these guys getting crazy and everybody singing everybody right, loves right. italy and there are a lot of uh, memes that you can find online mm-hmm. of like people saying italians you know that they say yeah fuck the political situation is shit <laughs> and everything is bad but go because <laughs> <laughs> people get oh, crazy right, about right, football yeah. are you following the football championship the european i, I know what's happening Oh, uh, they're playing. <laughs> yeah, no no. <laughs> I like football. It's it's not like cricket, but it's pretty good. And for for all your non-British listeners, cricket is this really awesome, very fast-paced game played over 5 days. Seriously? With yeah, so with How long does a match last? 
So, so there are different types of matches, and the longest one lasts for five days. Seriously. And they and here's this is a true story. They had to actually put a limit of five days in the early days of cricket because initially this was there was no limit, and when I think it was England or Australia, Australia they were playing, and the team had to actually leave because the ship was leaving back. Seriously. Yeah. So they had to stop the matches at five days. No way, man. Yeah. Five days. We are very patient. <laughs> How many hours? So you play for six hours a day for five days. God damn it! It's yeah. like a job. It's it kind of is, but for the most part, you're lazing around, and there's not a lot of but running around. But is this around. like a, a a current situation? Six hours a no. game. So this is the highest form of cricket, as purists understand it. And if you have any Indian listeners or Australian or English listeners, be prepared for a lot of different opinions flying in and a lot of abuses. <laughs> but this is considered to be the best form of cricket. But you also have other forms which are like which cater to different crowds. Like you have the kind of game that lasts for one day, like six hours, and it ends after six hours. Nowadays, you know, with the attention span that people have, you have a version which la which lasts for three uh, three hours. Okay. This is something people can go to after work and watch. Yeah, exactly. Because who has the time to go and watch a six hours game? You know, oh, you'd be surprised. A lot of us Seriously? do. <laughs> yeah. But actually, you know, now that I think about it, I mean, doesn't tennis also last like a match can last so many hours? In theory, yes, but yeah. I don't fucking know. I haven't. I don't know. And all I watch it's NBA. I love basketball. Oh, okay. You know, okay. game it's like uh, I don't know, to four quarters of ten minutes each. Yeah, you can clearly see from my silence how much I know about <laughs> basketball. I know that there's a hoop, yeah. and I know that I'm like two feet short of being eligible to play basketball, <laughs> and yeah. that's where my interest ends. That, that's a common issue that we have <laughs> both you and I. Yeah, yeah. dude, listen. Um, you mentioned that you were in India. Do you miss Indian food when you're here? A lot, a lot. And I'm not a really good cook. I'm kind of taste disabled that way. <laughs> so so I can make something, but I never really know whether that's good or not. Yeah. You know how some people are tone deaf. So I'm kind of, you know, palate deaf. I don't know the the, the But you do term. enjoy good food if you... Yeah, so, so all I can say when I have food is I like it or I don't like it. I can't really say what is missing. So, so yeah. my mom, this always bugs my mom. So my mom asks, obviously, do you like it? I'm like, yeah, I do. Okay, tell me, what does it need? What the fuck do I know? <laughs> You're the cook. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing, yes. But I have no idea what went into it and what should go into it to make it better. Yeah, I'm really envious of people who, who can, you know, taste something and kind of deconstruct it and guess the ingredients that went into it. That's a really amazing deconstruct. skill. Deconstruct. <laughs> Let's analyze this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure as, as a chef, you if you go out and eat... Yeah, Something actually, you... yeah, now that you mention it, it's true, you know, the one thing that we used to do, I mean, this is really geeky though, and I don't recommend anybody to do it, because it just makes you look like an asshole. Uh, when we were going to restaurants, right. we would be like, oh, what do you think there is in this sauce? And then we See? would try to, to yeah. guess the, the, the... I'm pretty sure that ruined all dinners yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, t in a way, yes, but now, you know, I, I lost that, like, I really don't care anymore. I go to a place... Right. Usually the thing that I enjoy the most is like burgers. Mm -hmm. yeah. I go to restaurants and I look for the the best uh, burger restaurant. Right, right, right. Like there is one which um, I usually go to very often. It's called Max Max Hoot or something. Max Hoot, okay. It's Where not very it? far from the Rubar. I think it's just around the corner okay. from it. 
and they do a burger right which is made of pulled pork dude okay delicious it's like the meat is like butter okay and uh, God, it's fantastic. Honestly, it's I can recommend it. Yeah, you, should, you have, should probably hold your orgasm for a little bit. <laughs> they also have the quote vegetarian version for you. Uh, I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, and, man. And uh, yeah, no, it's a, and it's also a very nice place for like um, you know uh, you go there and you just want to be treated nice, you know, right, right. very nice uh, staff and all and all, mm-hmm. and uh, the serving when they bring you the food. Like the the potatoes and the, the French fries are right, like right. in their own basket. The oh, burger okay. is served in its own like uh, asset. You and know, and so do they food. do they also feed it to you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that would like, be pretty cool. Which kind of uh, person do you want it to feed it to? <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, I'll get the peanut number fifty. <laughs> oh, that would be not at all exploitation of. Uh, Dude, this is this is yeah, turning not, into a yeah, yeah exactly. Now we should tread very carefully and <laughs> let me let me save you by bringing it back to comedy in some way because exactly. we were talking about analyzing food, right? So yes, let's kind a- of let's analyze food. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what you do with so you know, at least for me. Once I started, you know, getting serious about doing comedy to some extent, now I cannot listen to any comedy show, listen to a stand-up comedian without actually thinking, what is he doing here? And yeah. sort of laughing at the punchlines, I'm more like, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. The I totally analysis. get what. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of a killjoy to some extent. Dude, it's like, you know, as soon as you get passion into something, it kind of ruins it for yourself. Exactly. Right? <laughs> this is probably... No, because in any, in any activity that you do, there's going to be a whole bunch of absolutely dirty hard work that you need to put in no matter what you're doing obviously well let's just hope we'll never get a passion about uh, sex oh i'm very passionate about sex (laughs) (laughs) that never ruins it (laughs) no matter how interested you can be it's like hey i watch 24 hours of porn a day i don't care (laughs) whenever i see a pussy i I won't have a pussy Regarding pawns, someone's got to keep the industry going and, you yes. know, we all need to do our part. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we were talking about, <laughs> we were, I told you about the sex factor before. Are you at all intrigued? I am intrigued in the concept. I've never heard of this thing. This seems very, very Dude, new. it's a fantastic show. Really but, like. But I can understand people liking it like any other reality show. Yeah. For instance, I love The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. This is awesome. <laughs> I, you know, actually, I never had a chance to watch it. Only the parodies. Oh, you should really watch it. This is in the in the beginning, you you look at it and like, what a stupid show. But once you get once you start watching it, you Seriously? really want to know what's happening. Who's going to go home? Really? Or, yeah, who's going to get the rose? <laughs> oh yeah, because the rose. Who gets the rose stays. Right? Yeah, it's so so the the dialogues and everything is is the same for the last I don't know how many years this has been going on. But you still want to know, it's like because every season you have one asshole, and you're like, okay, this guy is this season's asshole, Seriously? and you're going to focus on yeah. Because how does it work? Explain it to me. So apparently, the concept which they seem to be very confident about is that this bachelor or bachelorette meets up with I don't know, like twenty to thirty men or women, people of the opposite sex to start with, and apparently over a period of less than three months this person is going to find that special someone who 
he or she will spend the rest of her life ideally <laughs> but it's usually the rest of her next two months together <laughs> that is it <laughs> what else would people expect when given three months to know someone and it's not even three months to know one person the person of has course. to yeah you have to wait through like 30 men or 30 women to get there i loved what you said about the the tunnel of love <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, you should you should really write a joke about that, you know. Yeah, it's but it makes sense, right? So you think something's uh, you think you're going into a tunnel of love, and out towards the end, you're like, this was a tunnel of what the fuck, or this is a tunnel of <laughs> what did we think we were doing? <laughs> and anyone who's gone through at least one relationship knows that this is what it's like. So, but you didn't leave any girlfriend back home, right? No. Well, what do you mean? Like, you know, you didn't come here. Did I like leave someone and run away or (laughs) it's like, Like, honey, I'll be back in like five minutes. (laughs) I just have to get catch this plane, which is going to Vienna. Yeah. I'm a bit scared about this. I'm not, I'm not confident enough to touch any of these things. Don't worry. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it online unless we're gonna, we're gonna get consent. Because, you know, looking at me, you know, if someone comes up to me and takes offense and says, look, dude, I do not like what you said. I'm not going to say, so what? I'll be like, I'm really sorry. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I really hate confrontation. <laughs> it's it's not even about the size. It's more about the, the attitude. You need to have the instinct for aggression, yeah. right? But, you know, eventually, this is a topic that I always touch with, the, uh, with people. Like, you know, um, when is right or wrong to get offended you know because yeah I mean, that's a we're point. talking about comedy this is a comedy podcast what do you expect us to do here sort out political issues or like right, you know, right, right. come up with a, <laughs> uh, a new mathematical equation that you know sorts out uh, world hunger it's, uh, it's <laughs> pasta for everyone exactly you know it's uh, this is a, uh, a comedy entertaining podcast you know it's a small right. talk show we entertain you for one hour. Fuck off. You're not paying us. So you don't have a say in this, you know, unless you start paying us. Yeah, exactly. So if, if you want to give us donations, I'll give you my PayPal and you know, <laughs> we accept donations from $1 up, then you can say what you think. Okay. Exactly. No, but see, it's, it's perfectly fine to, to not laugh at a joke. It's perfectly fine to not find a joke funny. This is fine. So I go to the rhubarb or wherever I go. Go to most stand-up comedy shows. Of course, there is going to be jokes, some of which are going to hit a little close to your heart, and you d- you just don't find them funny. You cannot take offense at yeah. them. Just like that. That no, makes this no is sense. a uh, the I was having the, the I was doing the show with the Reggie Reginald. Right, right. And he said to me, yeah, you know, people can get offended, but that doesn't mean that um, they are right because you know the way they feel, it's not the way it should be. You know. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of Reggie, so I was at one of his shows, and he he has some really hilarious bits, but he had this one joke about one rape joke, but he has you multiple cannot, rape you jokes. You cannot say his jokes online. <laughs> No, no, no. But there was this one rape joke, which refer, which references some incident in India. Uh, yeah. right? And yes, so, so that, that is something that I personally did not find funny, but that doesn't mean I can be offended by yeah, it and tell him that, look, you cannot say this joke. It is a joke. Other people laughed at it. So as long as there's someone who does find it funny, I cannot go up and say, you cannot say this joke yeah, just because course. I did not find it funny. But even if nobody found it funny, you know, who gives you like 
the authority on right. behalf of the whole community yeah, to say, excuse me, I talk on behalf of everybody. Exactly. Your joke yeah. was not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I hear it very often. Um, other podcasts that I follow, you yeah. know, people read emails of uh, of, uh, of followers of right, listeners, right. and they go like, you know, I talk on behalf of everybody, and it's like, how do you know? You know, it's like, yeah. did you take the ta- time <laughs> to ask everybody? And there is this very funny bit from Bill Burr. He goes right. like, listen, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna write this guy oh. and tell him how I feel, how we feel. Yeah, so oh yeah, yeah. Bill was pretty good. He has a few bits where, if I remember correctly, he just stops in the middle of a joke and he says, "All you bloggers, just wait till I finish the joke. Yeah. Don't get on your computers and start typing right away." He said. <laughs> exactly, it's something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. perfectly fine to yeah. This year I was looking for some um, for some of his shows here in Europe. He's gonna go to Ireland. Uh, Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Around August. Um, Why is he looking for leprechauns? Leprechauns are from he's Ireland. He's Irish, you know. Like he's yeah, got that's a, true. He, a little he's, bit of Irish, a bit Irish in, yeah. in him. Uh, and I was thinking maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's just maybe. Uh, might go and see one of his shows. It's not a bad idea at all. It's not not even that expensive. Louis C.K. is coming also to Prague. Yeah, I've heard about this. Unfortunately, and I cannot. I, uh, I cannot make it to that shit. Uh, no. That would have been a very good thing. I saw Louis C.K. live. Uh, I think in two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine, long time. Yeah. Yeah, in New but York. But where was this? New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was just hanging out at a comedy club. Uh, mm-hmm. Funny. Was he, was, oh. was he getting heckled? No, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I mean, at, at that time, he was already sort of like a big deal. Right, right. In all honesty, you know, it felt to me like uh, a YouTube personality only because, you mm-hmm. know, not being American, not living there, I didn't really have a right, frame right, of right. reference. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Like, I laughed sincerely <laughs> for he did like an eight minutes, ten minutes bit. Right, right. And... Just the act, you know, the way he is, the way he speaks, things that he does, the way he does them, you know. Right, right. He was talking about wearing um, um, shorts, underwear, like, you know, boxers. Right. And he was talking about his balls just being sweaty and wet. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I was wearing short, uh, uh, oh. shorts that day. And I was like, my balls are also wet. <laughs> did, did you did you did you shout that? No, hey, no, no, no. that's what my balls are like right now. I should have, you know, I, I might have left an impression on him. <laughs> hey, that guy, that guy relates. <laughs> oh, so that's what you meant by you left an impression on him? Because I had a totally different idea when you said you left an impression on Louis C.K. So I was totally going to ask you what you were doing the previous night. Dude, listen, you're now working here in, in Austria, right? You're doing a PhD or something? No, I already have a PhD. And so I work at the university here as a postdoctoral researcher. Okay. And is how long is your contract? This runs till the next summer. Next summer, okay. Yeah, by which point they'll kick me out. They will? You think so? I don't have a contract after that, so I'll have to look for something at some point. Okay. But what is your plan? Do you plan to stay in, in, in Europe? Yeah, I plan to stay in Europe for a while, for another year or two. 
Would you like to stay in Vienna or go somewhere else? I'd love to stay in Vienna, but I don't think I'll be able to stay in Vienna for too long, so I'll have to look for jobs elsewhere in Europe. Okay. But Vienna's pretty cool. But don't you think that you can get a job like through the university? Don't you think they will extend your contract? No, it is possible to extend my contract in the in the current form it is basically, but I also want to do teaching, so I love teaching. Mm-hmm. Now this podcast is getting really really serious, so you should yeah. probably drop these parts, but that's okay, you know. It's a look, we have the uh, responsibility of bringing entertainment. If people are not interested in our own personal things, what the fuck? The, you, you listeners should learn to know us, okay? So you should get acquainted with who we are. Hello! And you should love us. <laughs> and you should love us, okay? By the way, I'm very disappointed. This I'll settle for like for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have very high aspirations. Um, this week I'm a little disappointed because I didn't get any like uh, emails apart from the guy from yesterday. Come on, guys, email. Exactly, email us. You know, write us. Go to my Facebook. We page, care about you. Us. Yeah, exactly. You can heckle us. You can tell us whatever you want, and then we'll try to read your email online if you please. If you so please. I think we're gonna make another podcast. What do you think? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Are you having fun? This is good. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's good. Plus, Thanks you know. in no part to your concoction yeah. of <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole bunch of, of stuff. Uh, it's of Coke, of, <laughs> of yeah, Coca-Cola, of just Coca-Cola <laughs> and of water. Coca-Cola. Yeah. And uh, maybe one thing that we should do is get some air conditioning in here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you know the thing is that in the morning, the weather is always shit and it's cold. Then in the afternoon, the sun hits yes. this, this thing, <laughs> and you, you can grow plants in here. <laughs> yeah, so this is something that work. takes a little get getting used to. Yeah, I know. Because uh, I used to live home at, 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 I don't know, 7 or 8, and it'll be like, be really sunny, and I'll leave without a jacket sometimes. This was in April and May, and in the, in the afternoon, it was raining like hell, and the evening again, it was sunny. But where are you from? Does, is it uh, rainy weather or sunny weather? Where I'm from originally? Yeah. It's very, very warm, very, very humid, which is why I like being here. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to where I'm originally from, this is much, much better. Yeah. But you get used to it. To, to be very honest, I'd rather be in that weather if you, other than, you know, in really, really cold weather. Yeah. I cannot handle cold that well. Yeah, here it gets very cold in the, in the winter. Yeah. Have you done a winter here in Austria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So winter is a girl, <laughs> uh, in which case no. Well, but I've <laughs> winter like in the in the season winter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been I've done a winter here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> done a winter here. Yeah, I mean you know it's uh, it's good if you want to go skiing. Yeah, so I've I've tried skiing a little bit, but I never really got the hang of it. But I'll since, teach you. Yeah, since I have a pro here. Yeah, I'm, a, really... I'm an ex-professional skier. People won't believe it. Um, yeah, we why? can do you, that. Why? You look like a skier. Nah. If you, if you compare me to like the, uh, look, the Swedes or the Austrians, I mean, they're double my size. Or the Norwegians, I guess. Yeah, the Norwegians are really big skiers. There are people like, you know, two meters tall. Yeah, but I thought those are like kids. No, no. no <laughs> I uh, thought they're kids you know, are that tall. Uh, one thing that it's also very important is the weight. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot of weight, obviously you tend to go faster because you know it's sure. like <laughs> you're rolling down like physics. Yeah, exactly. Boom! 
Physics. <laughs> you got schooled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, 52 minutes in. It doesn't feel like 52 minutes, does it? It doesn't, not at all. Yeah, you see, it goes pretty fast. Uh, no, there was then... something else that I wanted to ask you. I, now I'm forgetting. Let me see if I wrote any. No, nothing. Anyway. Anything yeah. else that comes up to your mind? No, nothing. It's just that I'm really interested in hearing this back because I personally hate my voice. So I, I know a lot of people find their voice really unusual when, when you hear it from from you a different source. You never listen to it, you know. Exactly. But I have listened to it a few times and I positively hate it. So if I, if I hear... If the if I meet a person who has this particular voice, I would just turn and walk away from this person. <laughs> I have no okay. idea why. Let me tell you one thing, and I don't want you to get it as a disappointment. Uh-huh. Do you know that you have an Indian accent? I really hope I do have an Indian accent. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, the people in India don't know which part of India I come from just by my accent because okay. it's all it's all really really messed up. Because the thing is. My parents are from two different cities which speak two different languages and I grew up in a third city which speaks a totally different language. So But are they similar to each other? In in some ways yes, but the scripts are already very different. So if you understand one and uh, then you can understand the others, you know, very very vaguely. But these are very very different languages and so my accent basically is a mixture of all of these things. But what do you speak at home? Is this language called Tamil? Oh, that's okay, because I have a friend of mine that is also from uh, from a region and they right. speak Tamil. Interesting. A- and I asked him, you know, can you, how do you say this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy went like, ning-ning. Okay. And how do you say that? And he goes like, ning-ning. Oh. <laughs> like, and how do you say this? Ning-ning. So everything that <laughs> you say it the same way. <laughs> I, d- I really don't mean to be offensive. Please don't, don't take no, it the wrong way. No, I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that's what it sounded to me, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but what do you speak at home? Do you speak Tamil or do you speak English? No, no, I speak Tamil at home. Okay. But but the thing is, I, I've grown up speaking Tamil only at home. Okay. Be- so my Tamil is not, it's not the street Tamil. Okay. You understand what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, so it's people, like, uh, you know, Hoch Deutsch, the good German. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, so it's it's, it's kind of Deutsch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of like okay Tamil. So so in some sense, when I speak this outside, I have to change it because otherwise it'll be very weird, and people will people will know people will where, where you, you come from. It's not exactly true, but you're not too far actually because if you speak the way I normally speak at home, people will know that okay, you come from. But you know, I I always have these like all the Indian people that I've I've ever met. They always seem to be so nice and polite and, you know, very calm. You should really and... introduce them to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, you know, they seem to be very kind people. And mm-hmm. then you hear on TV, like, you know, uh, you hear about the criminality and all these uh, things, you know, uh, rape related and so on. Right, right, right. And I'm like... I can I simply cannot picture it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you do understand it's actually a very conservative place with a billion and a half people. Yeah. So there's bound to be a few hundred thousand assholes. Of course, of course. Yeah, the chances are always there. You know, statistically speaking. Yeah, but things are changing. But it it still remains a very conservative place. I cannot say it's good or bad, right? So it's it's like it's like the food, right? I can say conservative in the way I like or the conservative yeah. in the way I don't like, 
you can never say it's good or bad yeah either way you're going to get shanked and you're going to probably have a lot of people abusing you whichever opinion you have yeah, yeah that's But, okay i really don't mind what you know if people don't like this don't look, know they they are a million uh, podcasts that people can listen to on the internet why having to focus on this one you know so yeah i'm sure that i'm sure they're very nice people you should just cut them some slack nah, come on <laughs> no one's done you anything know, no no but the, the, this is exactly the point you know i we're doing a uh, an entertainment thing no know, this is this are... is my problem so i'm really afraid of offending people so i think like okay uh, if i say be, something don't be because you know eventually look there is a uh, I don't know where I read this but there is a uh, an English comedian that says mm -hmm. offense in right. terms of like feeling doesn't really bring anything to the discussion you oh, know th this is true but if you can you should avoid offending people right obviously so. but you know the the thing is that the offense happen at a um intellectual level you know oh, right 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 if you're able to analyze everything that it said to you mm -hmm. and you understand that it's not said directly because you know right. i don't know who's listening to this exactly and i don't know who uh is listening to what they like you know right, so right, they right, have right. to understand that this is my opinion and eventually since you know people praise themselves for being open and like everybody's opinion right, right. they should respect the fact that i have this opinion you know or, yeah i mean you know the, the what can you find offensive like you know in, in a way if you make any type of joke you know analyze the situation this is true in theory anyone can find any joke offensive exactly you know like you know people might get on our nerves about some uh minor racist like blitz joke you know it doesn't it doesn't even have to be racist you make fun of bugs bunny no, and no, I'm, it, you can this make is sure exactly my point you know if you analyze the situation right, right, we right. have an italian guy and an indian guy right. in austria sitting two meters <laughs> one from the other exactly if you analyze the situation you hear the stuff that it said come on yeah. cut us a break you know we're yeah. making you laugh for free move <laughs> on with your life <laughs> you know what right, i mean right right Yeah so anyway so speaking of India so there's one thing that is definitely very true in India which is changing now is you know having relationships you know this is this is not common at all in India well now it's becoming common or rather relationships sanctioned by parents because in India you basically live with your parents for for a lot longer than than over here is it uncommon to like uh, leave from home and just get your own place It's very very uncommon. Seriously. It's very uncommon. So it's not only Italians that uh, stay at home until no, they're so, 40. No. So so usually people stay at home till they are 21. That's when they start working. And and if their job happens to be in the same city, they still continue to stay at home. It's only when the job takes them elsewhere do they actually move. So in my case, even when I was doing college, I had to move to a different place. So right after school, I was I, I never lived with my parents. Okay. So But that's... 21 is still okay. I mean, I have friends of mine which are mm -hmm. uh, you know, almost 40 right. and they are living at home. No, so it's it's a different thing. So are they do they prefer the joint family system because there are a lot of people who prefer the joint family system, which is also perfectly fine. Do they're just lazy? Ah, uh, that's a different thing you altogether. Know, they just they just love to go home, the mom cooks. Right, right. They 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 value their money in a different way. Like for mm -hmm. instance, a lot of Italians they prefer to have a car. Right. and not have money to eat but stay at home you know and if they okay. have a partner <laughs> they go and have sex in the car instead of like having their own place you know what i mean must be a pretty good car if that's what they <laughs> want to do must be a really sad car <laughs> like hey 
No, this it's... car smells like jeans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the you just... fuck, man. <laughs> oh, the seats are sticky. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I can just imagine the the parents taking the car out the next day and like, Antonio again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Antonio, what the fuck? Your underwear is on my steering wheel. <laughs> what did we say the last time? Oh. Why Antonio? It could, it could be Mexican. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah I don't know what is, what is a very Italian name. Yeah, is, Antonio just, is pr- yeah, pretty Italian, uh, right? Is, yeah. But you know, Italians are the... the, the Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mario and Luigi. Exactly. That's a typical Italian uh, sound. Yeah, I know. You know, all the time I was like, my entire life I was like, Oh, Mario, Luigi. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck, man? As far as I'm concerned, those <laughs> two guys are Mexicans. <laughs> I mean, really think about it. It's like, first of all, they speak like Mexicans. They, they wear overalls. Like, who wears that? <laughs> Have you ever seen an Italian wearing overalls? They're, they're not Gucci. They're not Armani. So trust me, they're not Italian. Plus, oh, you know, right, right. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Italians are less of plumbers and more than like you know bricklayers and mm. like cupola painters <laughs> <It's> okay <funny. laughs> oh so much for stereotypes huh? yeah i know <laughs> so, you see so are you calling me a racist because i'm making fun of my own people yeah, well, well yeah, I th- think you can yeah exactly so, so th- there is this sort of an unspoken rule right so th- you are free to say pretty offensive things about your own people you know yeah your own people for that yeah. matter right which is which is why I always like to tell people you know when I'm making jokes and like I can make jokes about Indians because I'm from India exactly. and now I can also make jokes about refugees because well look at me <laughs> no one's gonna know that I'm not one <laughs> <laughs> just say that you're Syrian yeah exactly and I can make jokes about I don't know Jews because I know my best friend's sister's boyfriend happens to be a Jew. Yeah, exactly. That, that you know th- those people that say, "Yeah, I'm not racist because my best friend is black." Or, exactly. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but you know, one uh, curious thing that I was actually looking at: uh, there are Jews in India. There are actually. They are called the lost Jews. Okay. They're called the lost Jews or the lost tribe. But apparently, yeah, they've been genetically verified and certified to be Jewish. Really? Yeah, I don't know what benefits that gets them other than a free trip to Israel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else. That's all they get. Yeah, I don't know. what. Why else would you want to work so hard to get certified to be Jewish? I don't know. I mean, you know, the thing is that um, we found out that part of my family mm-hmm. was actually Jewish as well. We got contacted by relatives that left a long time ago from Italy that mm-hmm. went to Sicily and okay. they are Jewish uh-huh. and they were from the part of my mom so apparently you know my mom has some Jewish blood in her and actually you know when they were young the right. the, the um, 
parents of my mom they had to leave Italy because of the war right and when they come back they came back mm-hmm. they were told that they were Christians you know okay. because of the persecution sure. so apparently there is some Jewish blood in me as well and uh, since we got to know about the stuff I started to get interested a lot more about of the course. Jewish of course. Uh, you know not because I care that mm-hmm. much about it you so know, is that why you have a yamaka <laughs> I'm wearing one <laughs> I was I was worried I was <laughs> no but interesting. You know, it's it's uh, to me it's an interesting topic just because yeah. it proves the fact that you know we are all the same I have a question for you so yeah, sure. do you get to go to Israel uh, for free of course I'm at the moment I cannot really document it uh-huh. and honestly I didn't really uh, battle in a way to, sure, sure, to sure, prove sure. that I'm right, right. Uh, but it is one of the things that I would like to do Like one of the next trips that mm-hmm. if I have the chance to do it uh, would be Israel for sure. Oh, interesting. I'm really, you know, it's, um, I don't know, once again, you know, it's not anything that has to do with the fact that uh, I have Jewish blood in me. Mm-hmm. It's mainly out of curiosity because I like to learn more about uh, cultures. Course, like, sense, you know, yeah. when we first met and we started to talk, I was very much interested in knowing where you were from, which part of, uh, right, you right, know, right. what was typical about it. Because... Sometimes, you know, you go to a place and you have honestly no idea what it's happening there, you know? Exactly, yeah. This guy told me once I met a guy from uh, La Reunion, which is just in front of Madagascar. Okay. And I it's like, any... it's a small island okay. in the uh, Indian Ocean. Okay. And I knew the place, but, you know, when I met the guy, I was like, oh, let me, you know, mm-hmm. go and see right, uh, right. what it's like, culture and everything. And it's you know amazing the fact that you have french people there mm-hmm. and you have also like a uh, sort of like um um gypsy tribes coming from like india and uh, thailand so you know it's a very weird mixture of like cultures and this guy looked black he had mm-hmm. very green eyes um i think and- i saw him in the movie madagascar yeah. <laughs> No, I thought like <laughs> I thought you you meant at the at one of the shows because he's a friend of a, another comedian guy. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, you know, and and the face instead looks very European. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you put all these attributes together and you're like, I cannot figure out where this guy's from, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Anyway, dude, listen, we've been running now for more than an hour. I'll have to cut oh, this thing and you really uh, should and re-edit it so i think it's enough for today yeah that sounds and good thanks I, a lot for having me nah dude honestly a, a big big uh, honor for me to finally do this we've been talking about it for a couple of months already right exactly yeah but we're gonna make it happen again yeah really sure if you're up to it yeah sometime next month yeah okay we're gonna get some food and then we'll do the podcast really sure yes fantastic Okay guys, thanks a lot for tuning in one more time. Uh, this was the Fab podcast with my special guest Ram. Say your name because it's very difficult for me to pronounce it. Thanks a lot guys. This is Ramanujam Madhubusi Sridharan signing off. So, you see, I, <laughs> I didn't mean it mean to be rude. That was really difficult. <laughs> guys, we'll talk again um next time and if you feel like it, you know, just hit me up on Facebook. Uh, write me a message and we can discuss this stuff online. So thanks a lot for tuning in again. See you next time. Ciao.